1: You give me that boom, boom, boom. Like that- hey everybody, welcome back. I am so glad to have you here at uh, Mad Truth with Dr. Gina, and we're going to get into some Mad Truth, and we're going to get into it fast because I don't want to waste a moment because you know what? The media isn't wasting a moment in a treasonous aiding and abetting of the uniparty takeover of our political process as I see it, and it goes so deep. As somebody who... Reports news. And as somebody who's been on virtually every cable news and other outlet um, out there, I think I've worked for most of them, (laughs) majority of them. Um, And uh, I've even done my stints on uh, CNN and MSNBC and all the rest of them. You guys, I'm sure saw me when I was on Fox. I uh, I was started at what America News. I was at Newsmax for a while. I am somebody who has to watch every day what the real news is, and so when I start to see not just the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world, but other outlets, in fact, every outlet besides. Well, the one that I work for now, Real America's Voice, um, in terms of television outlets. Um, Really covering up stories, really just canceling full-on news stories that matter. That's where it gets really shocking to me. And so I want to go through a couple of incidents of that with you and what this really means to the future. You've all watched now as we've headed into the midterms. uh, Voters are worried about the integrity of our vote, and as you know, Dinesh D'Souza released his documentary that showed how the 2020 election was stolen by mules, quote-unquote mules, who used drop boxes to fill them full of fraudulent ballots. But there's a media blackout in the rest of media. Even the most conservative media outlets, as I mentioned, refusing to report on this. And if you watch those networks each night, they complain That the story, you'll hear him say it over and over again. They'll say, the story of Hunter's laptop was blacked out by the mainstream media before the 2020 election. you hear this over and over. But how hypocritical is that when some of the following that I'm going to tell you isn't being covered by those very conservative outlets? You may have seen yesterday, Carrie Lake, candidate for governor in Arizona. She's going to be on my TV show, I believe, on Thursday this week. Um talking about this. She is going on some of these networks now. I know she was on Newsmax yesterday and she brought up 2,000 mules because nobody else will, right? So if the reporters aren't allowed to bring it up, and, and listen, I've been there, not with this network, but I've been there. When I've been told, when I'm getting ready to go on a show, I've been told, you can't talk about that. Why? It's news. Well, because we've determined that it's anti-Semitic because uh, George Soros is, anti- is a Jewish, so you can't talk about George Soros because, he's, uh, because that would be anti-Semitic. So if George Soros is committing a crime. I can't talk about George Soros because George Soros is Jewish, and that makes me anti-Semitic even though I'm also Jewish, practicing Christian, but Jewish by birth. I'm not allowed to talk about George Soros. No matter what the crime, I'm not allowed to talk about it on certain networks. That is the truth, and this goes way deeper than this, but I don't want to get into my story as much because I want you to understand what is happening. There is an excellent, must look it up, um, article on Emerald Robinson's substack. That girl is so fearless that um, it's almost unbelievable sometimes the stuff that she'll write. Um, She explains so much of this. She leaves out the part, which I think is really critical, that many of these same networks, while they are out of one side of their mouth saying, oh, look what they did. They covered up Russia hoax. They covered up Hunter's laptop. They covered up, yeah, they did do all of that. That's true. But they're not, but she didn't mention in there um, that they are at the same time as they are saying that all of that's being covered up. They're in the process of covering up this whole 2,000 Mules thing and another story that I'm going to get to in the second segment here that's going to blow your mind because I know you haven't heard it anyplace else unless you happen to have watched my show on Wednesday this week, Dr. Gina Primetime. Then you maybe heard about it. Um, Dinesh D'Souza exposed the treachery of the corporate media conservatives, she says. Now, I want to say something going into this that I think is really important. I want to say to you, I want to commit to you. If, if all of these media outlets out there who are in the process of uh, having their little blackout destruction of real news and the First Amendment, in my opinion, I, for one, will commit to you, to my audience, I will not comply. I will not comply. I will not comply so that I can get on. And this is the problem. And, and Emerald points to this in her Substack. Check it out. Um... She says, you can almost feel, though, the impact coming on these outlets. How can you survive as a milk toast conservative outlet? She says, these networks have made so many dumb bets. It's like it's like, it's, it's like, you're, like you're watching a busload of trailer park residents get offloaded to play nickel slots in Reno. All you can do is just facepalm, right? Shake your head as you think, you know they're all going bankrupt. And um, it's going to be perfectly obvious years from now that this sort of feckless behavior, she says, which is not just unforgivable, but is unsustainable. And she says that's because we are in a different era. Now, some of these outlets started a while ago and had some real credentials and some real teeth. Um, Let's not forget, you know, back in the day, uh, some of these outlets didn't have a lot of conservative competition. They didn't have outlets like RAV. They didn't have outlets like this one. Uh, They didn't have, we we didn't have podcasts. We didn't have, um, we didn't have social media. Now we, we have so many social media, who can even keep up with it anymore? But that's where a lot of us get that opposing voice. There is no ability to dominate in conservative media anymore. But those who dominated in the past don't realize this. I don't think so yet. We all remember the night that Fox News called Arizona early. That was a moment where I think viewers made a lot of decisions. And I can tell you that our numbers at RAV went up right after that, exponentially. And they continue to, as stories are covered up, like this 2,000 Mules story. Um, but there's another story as well. Don't forget, I'm going to get to that in the, in the second segment. Um, Dinesh has been going out there, Dinesh D'Souza, who made the movie 2,000 Mules that I was telling you about, which proves that the election was stolen in another way, because there are other truths and data, if you actually read, that prove that the, 2000, uh, the 2016 election was stolen. 2020, sorry, rather. Not the 2016, 2020. There you go. I'll get this. Um, but Dinesh's movie points specifically to these mules and the work that they did with these drop boxes, Right? And, and Dinesh's uh, tweet read, I'm sorry to say Tucker Carlson, his team specifically instructed Katherine Ingelbrecht of Truth the Vote not to mention the movie. And he tagged Tucker's producer. And um, here's the other sad part of this. I want you to hold more people accountable than just these networks. There's another part of this. Every one of us who does commentaries and uh, pines for jobs at these networks has a big decision to make every time we go on television. Are we going to tell the truth or are we going to say what we we believe the network will want us to say? Are we going to say the thing that's going to make the network owner who goes to the cocktail party tonight proud to have aired that today? Or are we going to say what we know to be the truth, what the people in flyover country are thinking, what the people with a real grasp on what is happening to this country Are thinking. I remember a day, I was just talking about this the other day with someone, one of my children. I remember a day where you could not talk, could not talk about illegal immigration or you were radical. You would be taken off any party platform in the GOP. Remember, this is a uniparty problem. This is not the Democrats. This is a uniparty. This is a corporate uniparty problem, corporatist uniparty problem. I remember a day when you couldn't say the word illegal immigrant. You couldn't call them illegals. Donald Trump changed all this. He's the one who brought all that back. But before him, you couldn't go on on network TV and say that on most networks. And if you did, you would be marginalized and taken off, and you wouldn't be invited back. And that's the true story. And that all changed. I remember talking about this back when I was in Alabama on radio. I don't know what year that was. It's been 10 years. 10 years ago, and I felt like I was the lone voice in the wilderness screaming at the top of my lungs about illegal immigration because there was a chicken plant close to the studio that was the flagship studio where I broadcast, and that chicken plant um, brought in a whole bunch of illegals, and people were dropping like flies, dying of uh, drunk driving, um, being hit by illegals, um, other crime that was happening because these illegals had come, and I was felt like I was the lone voice in the wilderness screaming about this. Couldn't even get guests on. I had to have victims on. Couldn't get like talking heads and pundits to come on about it because nobody wanted to be blackballed. And Emerald Substack does point to this. There's also an individual on, I don't know how to say this. I've never had to say this word out loud. You know, we've all read his stuff. His name starts with cat and follows with uh, bathroom humor. Um, But on on Twitter, who says that uh, Fox News won't mention 2,000 mules. Flashbacks, Fox called Arizona seconds after the polls closed. Immediately after they did, four swing states where Trump was winning landslide simultaneously stopped counting ballots and resumed at 3 a.m. where almost all ballots were Biden votes. Right? So Emerald points out that the real reason 2,000 Mules is being ignored is because it's true. That's her point. My point is different. I think this is more about corporatists. I think it's more about fitting in in the New York elite party atmosphere. I really do. That's what I think. I think you don't want to embarrass the corporate network head, right? When it really comes down to it, that's what you don't want to do because you will lose your job. And they do have a right to tell you what you can say on their air. The 2020 election was the largest political interference operation ever conducted in America. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg's charity spent more than $400 million to create a private election system in swing states. It took massive coordination, though, Emerald points to, from both political parties. Now, I've stated on this show many times my own observation of the GOP's behavior stealing this election as well, not just not just complicitly, actively participating. I've stated it on this podcast many times. If you don't believe me, go back and listen. There aren't that many episodes. I mention it over and over. I mentioned what happened in that Arizona Senate race runoff, and I mentioned what also happened on Election Day in 2020 and the GOP's responsibility in that, and I won't be silenced about that. It took massive coordination from both political parties and the corporate media and federal law enforcement and left-wing NGOs to thwart the will of the American people in 2020 Georgia Senate race. Sorry, not Arizona. Did I say Arizona? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I was thinking about Carrie Lake, who um, is, like I said, I think going to be on my television show on Thursday if you have a chance to watch it. And she's going to be talking about all of this. And she is running for governor of Arizona. But it was the Georgia Senate race. Um, problem now is that they got caught doing this now there's no place for these outlets to hide and it's not just Fox News it's others it's other conservative television outlets are hiding it as well if you watch you won't hear about this story of 2000 mules and the problem is now all they can do is stand behind the decision they made and run with it here's where You should get really angry. This is conservative influencers and GOP politicians who go on these networks and don't want to lose their opportunity to go on these networks. As I said, it's not just the networks responsible for this because they they are threatened with blacklisting. They can't shut everybody down, though. You can't shut down Gateway Pundit, you can't shut down Emerald Robinson. There's too many people to bully now, and I, that's the part that Emerald contends they don't understand, and that's what I love about her article. Conservative Real News is out there. It's right here, and you're going to find it. But there are people who have been. What, whatever happened to, um, you know, you'll see Mitch McConnell. You'll see, you'll see Lindsey Graham. You'll see Mike Pence, Bill Barr. How popular are all those people with the base of the Republican Party? Oh, not at all. You'll see Karl Rove practically daily with all kinds of praise for him. But whatever happened to Marjorie Taylor Greene? Whatever happened to Matt Gates? There are lots of people you will not see anymore. So the blackballing is real. It really does happen. And yet... You have a former president, who we're supposed to believe lost to the likes of incompetent Joe Biden, who just endorsed a bunch of primary candidates, who just won their seats in droves. So it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense from a monetary standpoint. It doesn't make sense from a, just a reasonable standpoint. It certainly doesn't make sense from a business standpoint that they're continuing in this, but they do. So I, I want to get into with you a couple of other stories they're keeping from you and the, the actual outcome of that. We don't know the outcome of keeping um, the 2,000 mules issue from the forefront. We know the outcome. We've seen it before. Um, I'm going to get into some of that with you on uh, what has happened before. I'm going to get into some hard statistics with you on what keeping the Hunter Biden laptop from media did to the election, if it were an honest election, which we all know it wasn't, but we're going to pretend like it was just for the sake of argument, and then I'm going to get into what's happening to the Democrat Party and to on on the abortion issue regarding um, what the media has covered up, and I'm going to tell you something, a Humdinger, you've heard no place else, as I teased to you before, coming up next, don't go away, more Mad Truths with Dr. Gino right after (laughs) this.
2: So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: Welcome back to Mad Truth with Dr. Gina. So glad you guys are joining us. Don't forget to watch my TV show every single night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and uh, we cover a lot of this on there. Can't go in-depth like I can with you here. I can't give you statistics and quotes and all of the things I can here, but I can uh, give you a lot of headlines that'll let you know where I'm going with the next podcast. So please tune in, tell your friends, and also subscribe and rate this podcast, Mad Truth with Dr. Gina, if you would be so willing. That would be fantastic. That's what keeps us on the air, delivering the news that you will hear no place else, and helping you keep your sanity in these crazy times because we are hopefully therapy for your activist mind. I told you I would tell you a story about what happened, uh, what else has been affected. We know about the Hunter laptop. I'm going to recapitulate that story with you coming up. But I want to talk to you for just a moment about two other stories that you're not hearing about right now. Um, One is the families of Parkland, now, I don't know if you remember this, the shooting that happened in Parkland. I had just moved to Florida. I was covering it for the Sean Hannity show. I went straight down there the moment I got to town and uh, started covering it for Sean Hannity's television show, I guess in his radio show probably too. But did you know that the families of Parkland, the shooting victims, have been awarded 127.5 million dollars? Well, by who do you ask? Well, by the United States government. They've agreed to pay the families who were impacted by this 2018 shooting these millions of dollars. This comes years after the lawyers all filed their claims, alleging the negligence of the FBI. We know the FBI is corrupt. We hear it all the time. Corporate media doesn't want to talk about it. So, they're not telling you this story. Now, this is a shooting that took place on February 14th. You'll remember it was Valentine's Day, 2018, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. There was an individual who opened fire that day, killing 17 people and wounding 17 more. But um, NPR reported it. I find that interesting. But it's a very, like, literally, I want to say, like, four or three, four paragraph, tiny little footnote that you probably didn't see, even if you look at NPR. And the people who do look at NPR probably don't care that much. Because NPR doesn't exactly have the conservative audience. Why aren't your conservative outlets telling you about this? 40 civil cases, included 16 of the 17 families of those killed, will receive a settlement of 127.5 million. That is according to a statement by the Just De- Justice Department, according to the NPR. NPR. Um, FBI negligence is kind of a big deal. I think this is a very reportable story. We know about a lot of FBI negligence, don't we? Oh, like the Hunter Laptop story that many outlets out there are complaining wasn't covered? Well, then why aren't those same outlets covering this story? You have to ask. This affects real people with real lives. And there was negligence. The FBI knew a lot there was a lot the FBI didn't do. Why aren't you hearing about this in the media? Because this speaks more to the corruption in the FBI, and they don't want to talk about that. That's why. Here's another. Um, did the media support for COVID mandates hurt support for Roe v. Wade? Well, it's interesting. There, this is where it kind of backfires and it's kind of enjoyable to watch a little bit. Remember the whole my body, my choice mantra? Where'd that go? Well, where it went, I'll tell you, is we commandeered it during COVID. Remember, you and I were texting out, tweeting out my body, my choice. It was a hashtag. Why should I be, have a jab forced on me? That is experimental. It's my body, my choice. Why should my child, my baby have a jab forced on them? That is experimental with at that point at least tens of thousands of damaged people, deaths from it. At this point, those numbers are much, much, much higher. That's according to their own website. I've absolutely spoken about this on almost every podcast I think I've ever done and on my show regularly. If you want to go back at any of those archives and check it out, because this is something that a lot of us were saying it's our body, our choice, right? Isn't that what you guys said? Remember, remember, remember when they used to say, Also, don't, don't, don't tell me or don't, don't stay out of my bedroom. That was it. Stay out of my bedroom. That was, that was actually the LGBTQ mantra before there was LGBTQ lobby that was making all the money and figured out very quickly that if you just establish a lobby, you can make tons of money and don't really actually have to do anything like BLM, right? Same kind of thing. These big lobby groups like this, I don't trust any of them. I don't even care if they're conservative. I don't trust them. Big lobby groups, because my husband was in the Senate, I've seen them work. The worst of all, Big Pharma, Doctors Association, American Medical Association, and Hospital Association. The worst. But whatever happened to that? Stay out of my bedroom. Keep your laws out of my bedroom. Keep your laws off my body. Whatever happened to that? Remember all that about? Remember all that privacy stuff the Dems used to talk about in the left and the Uniparty? Where'd all that go? Well, we're gonna have a little review of what actually happens, what can actually happen when the media joins the Uniparty and decides to censor the news that is out there. I still maintain, as Emerald does in her Substack, I still maintain that we are winning because they cannot silence us anymore. There are too many of us. There are too many outs. There are too many social media media, um, venues. There are too many people talking now, and nobody owns the conservative audience anymore, and the conservative audience will continue to rise up. And this is why Joe Biden had to come out this week uh, trying to somehow label the Republican Party as being owned by the ultra MAGA movement or the ultra MAGA effort or whatever it was he said. Um, No, that's your party, Joe that's being overtaken by the ultra-leftist regressive element. If you look at the MAGA, really look at anything Donald Trump has ever done or anything that MAGA has ever put out, you're looking at a copy, virtually a copy, virtually a mirror image of the GOP platform. But you look at the Dem platform, you aren't going to see anything of what the Democrats look like these days. It looks like they actually care about America and law and order and some of those things. They don't. Not, not according to the people that are running that party now. So that's why, though, that's why Joe Biden has to label, try to label. Didn't work well for Hillary. Remember when she called us deplorables? Didn't work very well. But that's why he has to try. All right, We're going to come back in just a moment. I'm just going to cap this all off with what can actually happen and, of course, your action steps. More Mad Truth with Dr. After this.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Okay, welcome back to Mad Truth with Dr. Gina. So glad to have you guys with me. We go in-depth on topics that I talk about on my television show every night at 7 p.m. on Real America's Voice, 4 p.m. If you are on the West Coast thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for subscribing and reviewing, rating this podcast, Mad Truth. We try to be your therapy in a crazy, crazy political time. But I love your activist selves. And that's why I want to put this out for you. And I'm sorry, this uh, this podcast is a little longer than some of them because I guess I have a lot to say. I- I've been gone the last two weeks. Um, so it's nice to be back. And it's I have a lot to say about this. Um, Newsbusters.org, put out, of course, by Media Research Center, talks about how ABC, CBS, NBC, and other corporate media suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Jeffrey Dickens wrote the article. I always like to give credit since I write articles, too, and sometimes people use my articles and my words, and I'll read them right off. Um, We're going to actually do a big show on this. If you happen to be listening to this podcast prior to Wednesday, Thursday, Um, You want to definitely check out my television show that day because we're going to do a big story on this, having Carrie Lake and the rest. But um, it was a bombshell story, they said, that could have swayed the 2020 presidential election if you believe that Joe Biden actually won that election. So we're just taking them at their own lies right now, okay? We're using their own measures. Just weeks before Election Day, the New York Post printed an explosive story on the morning of October 14, 2020, alleging Hunter Biden was corrupt in his business dealings with, of course, Ukraine, and that Joe Biden absolutely knew about it. Now, of course, this precedes the election by a matter of days. And this story, full of absolutely spellbinding news, the number three executive of the Ukrainian firm, uh, firm Burisma, we all remember that, that was paying Hunter $50,000 a month, asked Hunter for advice on how he could use his influence. That's a direct quote to help their company. The correspondence countered Joe Biden's assertion, of course, that he never spoke to his son about overseas business dealings when indeed this proved otherwise. This came from emails found in the laptop dropped off at a Delaware computer store. You all remember this. This laptop was video evidence of hunters, sexual behavior, drug abuse, uh, other things that are just unmentionable and disgusting, and this. And then the following morning, October 15th, the Post dropped another story, that Hunter Biden had pursued lucrative deals involving China's largest private energy company, including one that would be interesting for he and his family, he said. Direct quote again. Interesting for me and my family. We all remember this, right? The deal also listed 10 Jim, 10 held by H for the big guy. The big guy was a reference to Joe Biden. and Everybody knew it was a reference to Joe Biden. Those of us who were worried at all about the election, and I frankly wasn't, I knew that Donald Trump had it in the bag, and he did. I didn't know they would steal it. That's where they caught us blindsided, and that's embarrassing, and that's on the GOP because we did know know that all of that would be – every time I saw any official from the GOP, I would say to them or from, frankly, a, a lot of the Trump camp, I would say to them, now, you've got this covered, right? We've, we, we've got, you know, we've got fraud efforts in place to uncover it, right? When this isn't going to happen to us, right? We've got lawyers there on site at all these polling places, right? Yeah. No, the GOP had nothing. That's why I call it the unit party. And remember when it also had, they also uh, undisclosed evidence of um, on Hunter's laptop that, um, and even the Daily Mail wrote about this, um, him using the N-word? Hunter Biden using the N-word? We've forgotten about that. When's the last time you heard about that on a news outlet? And, and, and I, I love, because I think you can't even take these stories alone, right, you, in isolation. You have to, as Newsbusters does in this article that you should read, how ABC, CBS, NBC suppressed Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Um, you have to point out that if, if this had been Donald Trump Jr., Heck, if this had been a friend of Donald Trump, if this had been me because I was a you know a, a surrogate for Donald Trump, if, if this had been anyone remotely related, we all remember Russiagate, right? If this had been anyone related to Donald Trump in a past life, <laughs> the media would have covered it ad nauseum. but they didn't and And here are. The reactions of news networks. When, when they were asked about this, they used verbiage like like they do now about the steal, right? They don't want to call it the steal, the election theft, fraud. They don't want to talk about 2,000 mules, right? They call it the big lie. You can't turn on one of the corporate media outlets without hearing the words the big lie, right? They love that. They love that but then they were using dismissive language about Hunter Biden-like dubious, questionably sourced story, old line of attack, unverified, those kinds of words, right? And you know the minutes, right? You've heard this. They will spend minutes, seconds, dismissing the story and then not cover the story at all with no reality. And the problem is The results. If you believe the election results, this cover-up worked. Research conducted by the polling company for Media Research Center after the 2020 election found that the media censorship of the Biden scandals had a significant impact on the election. The survey found that 45.1% of Biden voters in seven key swing states said they were unaware of the financial scandal enveloping Biden and his son. Hunter. That scandal would have led to 9.4% of Biden voters to abandon that candidate, flipping all six of the swing states he won, allegedly, <laughs> to Trump. Again, even the way this is written is disturbing because nobody believes that Joe Biden won that election. But even if you believe that, here is more corruption by the Uniparty, by Censorship by the problem I've been talking about this entire podcast, which I will be relentless on in my show and on this podcast. All we need you to do, share with your friends, subscribe and rate us here on this podcast. And then if you would also tune in to my show every single night, Dr. Gina Primetime, 7 p.m. for Pacific. Love to see you there as well. and reach out to me at Real Dr. Gina on social media. I'm out there. I'm still on Twitter. Surprisingly, they've uh, strangleholded me, but they, they don't let my numbers go up. They don't let my tweets go out very far, but they definitely uh, still have me on there. So there's that. But I'm on Truth Social at Real Dr. Gina. And pretty much everywhere there is social media. Uh, Cloud Hub is one of my favorites as well. Anyway, thank you guys for joining me. Um, we'll be back with more on this. I will not let up on this. I will be – I love pit bulls, but I will be a pit bull in every good sense of the term uh, on this issue for you going forward. And I will put people on my shows that I um, see are doing the same thing. We will not let you down. We will have your back because they are trying to steal our republic. Uh, But you've got therapy for your activist mind right here on Mad Truth. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. God bless you, and go boldly now and live the truth.